0: What is it about a scavenger hunt that excites you? What is, is it about when, you're, when your kids or your grandkids go on a scavenger hunt and there's like something exciting, this, this search for hidden things? How about an Easter egg hunt? How about Halloween and trick-or-treating? Right, like think about this for a moment. We buy something, we take all this time to plan our route and then we go on this like quest for candy, right? And we come home with plastic bags and plastic pumpkins just full, overflowing with massive amounts of candy. What if I told you that God has a scavenger hunt for you, that God has treasures waiting for you, Mm -hmm. surprises, unexpected gifts. So not something you want for your birthday, right? Not something that you're saving up money for, okay? Not something on your Christmas list, uh, not something that you're hoping will be on sale, but something unpredictable. A gift that comes at an unexpected time. A special gift that speaks uniquely to who you are and what God uh, wants to reveal to you. So there's a story in the Old Testament Isaiah chapter 55 There's a king named Cyrus And here's what God says to Cyrus I will provide you treasure in secret places I will provide you treasure in secret places So that you will know I am the Lord your God So the treasure representing God And God's presence in the life of Cyrus Uh, So here it is Uh, this was a spiritual conversation between God and Cyrus but it was also real because in biblical times what would happen is they would take treasure and they would bury it in a vault in the ground so the question for you this morning is God's promise to Cyrus also a promise to you could God have said to Cyrus what he also wants to say to you? Ladies and gentlemen, behold my treasure chest. So number one, Donovan and I were at Mountain View Christian Camp uh, a while back, a long while back. And we'd always heard of turkeys at Mountain View Camp. Never had seen a turkey, but we'd heard the legend of turkeys at Mountain View Camp. And oftentimes when Don and I go in the woods, we say, you know, God, reveal yourself to us. This is a good prayer that we can pray daily as well. God, would you reveal yourself to me today? So on this walk, we're kind of walking along and we stumble upon a turkey feather. Not an actual turkey, but a turkey feather. And so, wow, God, this is God. This is God's presence in our lives. This is God's answer to our prayer. Mitch, I think we got a picture of this here so that people will believe me. Uh, Here in front of me, I have black walnuts. We have a couple of black walnut trees close to our house. And my son Carson has found a couple of these uh, over the years. Um, Number one... We have a smiley face showing, (laughs) yeah, you believe me now, right? Smiley face, right? Like, look, God could create um, black walnuts any way he wanted, okay? But somehow, in his uh, intimate playfulness, he gives us a smiley face black walnut, Yes, this is the playfulness of God. I have a friend who prays to God that God will make him smile or laugh every day. One night he was going to bed and he realized that he had not laughed that day. So he's in bed, like under the covers and everything. He's a little thirsty, sits up for a second as he's thinking this thought and goes to drink a cup of water and guess what? Splashes all over him, right? Like this is, this is God. This is God's sense of humor. Then we have God's love for us. Uh, Black walnut number two, heart shape. All right, yet another sign from God. The ultimate artist, right? Like we think Picasso is something. We think going to the art gallery is something. Like this is the artwork of God. Ariana's here this morning. Last year um, at Mountain View Camp, again, uh, Ariana stumbled upon a heart shaped rock. Okay, pretty cool, right? Showing uh, the love of God, the love that God has for her. Spoke to her heart. I hope she'll share the story with you um, if you talk to her afterwards. I know a guy as well. He was hiking in the woods, came across a cow pasture in uh, in the midst of his hike. He's walking along the cow pasture, and he sees heart-shaped poop on the ground. (laughs) Oh, the playfulness of God our Father. Next on my list, and this is a little deeper for me. So, uh, we have golf ball with the number four on it. This is in my drawer at work. It's a reminder of God's God's presence in my life. Here's how the story goes. Uh, Over the course of people's careers, Okay, Um, the stats show that they changed jobs seven different times, okay? Not good, not bad, this is just the way things go. In the economy, right, and I think even as I say this, right, some of you are counting the number of jobs uh, that you've had so far. Uh, I was at job number three. And job number three was kinda cool because I was right next to a golf course. And uh, I would take daily walks sometimes daily runs around this golf course, and from time to time I would come upon a golf ball. It was sort of Easter egg hunt for me, right? I'd grab it and take it back to the office and over time, you know, huge box of golf balls. It was kind of cool, uh, especially in the springtime. For some reason there seemed to be more uh, more golf balls. Um, you golfers probably would, would understand that. So it gets to be um, sort of the end of job number three Uh, I was moving on to job number four and look it was it was my choice right like pray through it and so on Uh, but if you've been there before you kind of wonder right like you wonder if this is really what God wants for you Okay, is the grass greener on the other side, right? Like, life is comfortable here in this moment. I have no idea what I'm getting into next, right? Like, there's no surprises in this job here, right? Like, I know who's who and what's what, and I, I know what sort of the daily routine is. Over there, I don't know, okay? I don't know the boss, right? I don't know the coworkers. There's a thousand things I don't know about the next step. So, finally pulled the trigger and said, guess what? god i 'm going i 'm um, not sure um, what the other side looks like, but I believe that you are in it, and i 'm um, going for it once you know on the Friday the last Friday in my office i 'm pulling out of the parking lot and going past the golf course for one last time, and I see a little golf ball laying over there on the ground. I thought you know what one last golf ball i 'll pull over and pick it up golf ball with a number four in it confirmation from God right like this is what I want you to do, and I've been at job number four ever since. Ice cream stick. <laughs> and you're thinking, really, ice cream stick? Like I showed up on Sunday morning to learn a spiritual lesson about ice cream? Well, I have a little uh, history with ice cream, and let's just say this, uh, hasn't been a good history ice cream so i'm in canada okay i'm seeking god with a group of guys and and can i just pause here for a second and say that like in life we're quick to go on trips with say our spouse we're quick to go on trips say with our kids um, or perhaps a friend but how often have we gone on a trip with god and this is was something that i sort of wrestled with um it's like you know what I, I think like there's something here, right? Like I need a weekend with God just to talk to God and hear from God and um, seek after the heart of God. So I'm with this group of guys and what's pretty cool about our time together is uh, you know, we have a, a lesson, sort of a, a teaching type time and then the leader says, guess what? We're going to go into a cone of silence. They call it a cone of silence, right? Like we want you to go out and spend some time with God. The property was pretty cool, right? There was a lake, there were some waterfalls on the property. Um, pretty cool. So it came time for the cone of silence. I walked off next to this cottage and I saw a tree house. And so, yes, when you're in your 40s, you still think a tree house is cool, right? So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to um, climb up into that tree house and talk to God for a little bit. So I'm talking to God and what comes to my mind? Ice cream. Yeah, and this is sometimes um, what happens when we talk to God, right? Like our mind goes in different different directions. But do you ever think that God may be taking your mind in that direction for a purpose? So ice cream comes to mind. And here's the deal: I don't eat ice cream. Okay, some of it's mental, a lot of it's health related. I don't eat ice cream. But for some reason, I, I I hear God saying to me, right, like, it's okay to eat ice cream. It's okay to eat, eat ice cream. So I'm like, huh. Okay. It's okay to eat ice cream. And so I'm just thinking to myself, you know, rationally, when I get home, right, the family will probably go for ice cream. And I'll get ice cream, right? What you know when I got back to the cottage? Um. Some of the guys had made a huge drive into town because, dude, we're in like rural, we're in rural Canada on this lake. Some guys um, had made this spontaneous, random trip into town, brought back ice cream. So, this ice cream stick, reminder, confirmation that this message was from God, uh, uniquely crafted for me and my heart. couple sand dollars here a couple sand dollars so my daughter Brooke our daughter Brooke goes to school in Pensacola Florida we have fallen in love with especially Pensacola Beach and uh, the one day I was out there I happened to be all alone uh, by myself a very rural part of the ocean I loved it because I could look this way and see no one I could look this way and see no one It was just kind of me and God and again God has a way of revealing himself to you when you ask him so I'm swimming around, and yes, this is a treasure hunt for me, right? Like, I, I know that God is going to reveal something to me, right? Like, this is just the nature of God and His work in our lives and our hearts. And so I'm like digging around and stuff, and up comes this sand dollar. Okay, sand dollar is kind of like heart shape, okay, kind of cool and stuff. And it breaks right in my hands. I'm reminded of the scripture, right, from 2 Samuel God made my life complete when I put the pieces before him. Then the second sand dollar, as you can see, super special, right? Because this one's in bubble wrap. Same trip, same experience. Okay, uh, uh, another sand dollar comes up. And so I'm looking at this, you know, it's not really heart-shaped and stuff, but like it's it's kind of unique because there's this like empty spot in the middle of it. And I'm like, huh. Well, I really don't know much about sand dollars, but I think it's kind of cool. So I'll, I'll take it with me, right? Like I'll take it, take it home with me. So I, I take it home, not truly knowing um, what this is all about. And then I come home and I hear this song from Elevation Worship. It's a, a modern, newer song. Perhaps some of you have heard it. Um, where Elevation Worship, one of the lyrics is this. God did not come to fill a building, but my heart the empty space you wanted all along. And then it sort of all came together, right? Like, like this is God's plan for all of us, right? We have an empty spot in our hearts that God wants to come and fulfill. So, does he have treasure waiting for you? I say yes, provided that you ask him. I'll say just like Cyrus, he has treasures hidden in secret places so that you will know he is the Lord your God okay the golf ball every day right when I open that office drawer it's a reminder right that God was with me God was in this moment okay every day when I open the drawer right it's it's there it's at the front of my mind this was God revealing himself to me this was God confirming His plan for my life and so maybe he has treasure waiting for you even this week maybe you'll stumble upon a heart-shaped rock or I don't know something something cool like that something else that speaks to your heart and say pick it up take it with you put it in your treasure chest maybe it's an experience Donovan and I were also at camp uh, last year he stumbled upon a baby deer right probably had just been dropped that morning like scared me to death Okay, I remember uh, you know pretty much jumping on him and hugging him. I was so scared. OK, So maybe it's an experience that God gives you out of the blue that speaks to your heart and to who you are and the love that He has for you, right? And it's unique to each of us, right? Like his um, treasures that he wants to show me are likely different from what He wants to show you, but He loves us. The same, right? And he's got a plan for us. The same. He wants to show you the treasure equally, um, no matter who you are. Might be a friend. Okay, I can say this. A lot of the friendships in this room are because of this faith community. And it reflects Ecclesiastes 6, where it says, A friend is a sturdy shelter. Whoever finds one, whoever finds one, finds a friend. Sidebar for a moment. The people in the Bible, in the New Testament, that Jesus despised the most? The Pharisees. He had a lot to say to the Pharisees. The Pharisees were like this religious elite group, right? Like everything was very orderly, everything was very strict. Um, Morals uh, were were like high, um, you know, amongst everything else. Right, Like this was the, the religious elite, Okay, they had a problem with Jesus because Jesus sort of went against the grain. I'm sure if the Pharisees were, were sitting here among us, they would probably quote one of the um, most popular verses, verses when it comes to treasures, right? Don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth. Ooh, what would my response be to that? Right, like these are gifts, right? Like these are gifts from God that shows me the heart of God for me. They'll also say, um, I mean, just back up for a second to this, right? Like the scripture is talking about, you know, money and possessions on earth, right? Like is a turkey feather worth anything to anyone, right? Besides me and God's, you know, gift to me that day. How about an ice cream stick? Really, Josh, an ice cream stick is a spiritual lesson For you, Matthew 18, unless you have faith like a child, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. See, all these trinkets, all these treasures, um, they, they point to the greatest treasure of all. All the treasures you have in the form of friendship in this faith community point to the greatest treasure of all. All your God experiences in life, they point to the greatest treasure of all. Otherwise, it's just a rock. Otherwise, it's just a feather. Otherwise, it means nothing. But this is the kingdom of heaven. This is knowing God. Okay, Matthew 13. The kingdom of God is like a hidden treasure in the field. A man found it and covered it up. And in his joy, in his joy, he went away and sold all that he had to buy the field. So have you experienced God? Have you experienced the heart of God? You know, a lot of Christians are good about theology and doctrine. In a lot of churches we hear about church history and martyrs and so on. This is all good stuff to this, to theology, doctrine, and so on. We say yes absolutely. But I want to ask, where is the God experience in the midst of all of this? Has God spoken to your heart? Has He provided you treasure? Where's your God experience? Do you know that the ocean covers 71% of the earth? Pretty cool. How about this? Do you know that the salinity of the ocean resembles anionic fluid. That's interesting, right? Like there's a reason, <laughs> right? Like there's a reason we want to go in the ocean. Right? But here's the deal, okay? Um, we can study the ocean all we want. We can study facts about the ocean. We can even go to college and major in oceanography. Okay? We can learn about the ocean, but it's something else. To go and experience the ocean, to go and see it, and to go and jump in. So when we walk with God, often we're told that heaven is the ultimate prize. And it is. But it is also here and now. Matthew 6.10, May it be on earth as it is in heaven. May it be on earth as it is in heaven. So Jesus is the ultimate companion for you. He's the ultimate companion on a road trip. He's the ultimate companion when you're driving around car, uh, the car, right? Like you have the empty seat next to you, if you're all alone, right? Like God is there. Seek Him, talk to him, experience him. See what He has to say to you. He's the ultimate person to sit with for coffee. He's the ultimate person in your life. Your best friend, who wants to know you and reveal himself to you. Is his promise to Cyrus the same as his promise to you? Could it be? Could he have treasure waiting for you in buried places, so that you would know that he is the Lord your God? Trinkets, friends, him, himself. Treasure, I would argue, is waiting for you in unforeseen places, so that you will know He's the Lord your God. So may you find it. Um, may you have experiences where you can say God was there, God was in that moment. May your spiritual—may this be a spiritual hunt for you, right? May this be a, a spiritual scavenger hunt. May it be a spiritual treasure hunt. But may it also be real. And so this I say, happy hunting. Pray with me. Oh God, thank you for how you're at work in our lives. Thank you for the way you love us. May we search after the heart of God. Oh God, would you reveal yourself to us? Would you surprise us with your goodness? You reveal your love? For us, your desire to be our best friend. We thank you for the treasure that's waiting for us. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.